Love Unlimited is a weekly relationships podcast that focuses on how to develop, improve, and sustain thriving marriages. Our goal is to help you establish strong relationships with yourself and with those around you. I invite you today to adventure on the beauty of relationships, the joy of discovering your potentials, as well as those of your spouse. Hi, I'm Helen, Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach, and I'm all about relationships. Welcome to Love Unlimited. Hello there. Welcome to today's topic. And today we are looking at 10 reasons why you should not get married. Today I'm going to go on reverse of what my mission is. I'm going to pour water on the cake. I'm going to spoil the cake. I'm going to put some sand in the pie because I know I am a propagator of marriage. But there are times when we push this issue of marriage so much to individuals such that it loses its original purpose. I am talking to those that are looking to get married and I want them to think deeply, critically about these reasons that I'm going to share today. Usually when you talk to an individual, they will tell you why they want to get married. They will tell you They will tell you that their fiancé is cute, he or she is loving, is hardworking. They will give you all the virtues, the reasons why they marry. But nobody asks them, what if those reasons are not the real reasons? What if it's not about the cuteness, it's not about the hardworking, it's not about the money, it's not about the prosperity? What if it is not that? So today, for once, I will ask you today as we delve into this interesting topic that you allow me to be the devil's advocate for once so that if you are already married and you have been wondering what went wrong or where did you make the wrong turn this is one podcast that's going to mirror your reasons. So it's a self-diagnosis for the already married and a stop and think point for the engaged, the dating, and those looking to get married. And I'll start with a quote by John C. Collins that says, bad decisions with good intentions are still bad decisions. And as I was talking about this quote with my husband, he also told me that we judge other people by the actions they do, but we judge ourselves with the intentions. We always say, oh, I did not mean to do that. I thought it was a good idea that I was just doing it for the benefit of us both. So there's always that idea of wanting to judge others by their actions and judging ourselves with the intentions. You look You always self-defend yourself that you had a good intention. So for once, before I go further, if you made a bad decision, however good the intention was, the decision is still a bad one. So marriage is often a contract between two people, a husband and a wife. The couple always start off as friends before they marry. Then they become lovers and then They get engaged and become a fiancé and fiancé. The love bug grows between them and at times 
the bug infects them so deeply that they no longer can make sound decisions independently or cannot even be coherent in decision making. Although marriage is between two people, Let's not close our eyes to the fact that it affects a much larger group of people than the two. Usually, the families from the husband and the wife, they come together just because their children got married. They become one. The people from the husband's family, the cousins and all that can always now relate with the families of the wife. And the events that follow the marriage transcend the two individuals. When a child is born in a marriage, the grandmothers, the great aunties, the cousins, the uncles, the aunts are all happy about it. They all become part of the whole party. So love that begins with two people spreads to the extended families and so does the pain that comes from these two people and the suffering also. So divorce does not only scar the two individuals, it leaves unhealable wounds onto the children if they had any and it affects negatively all those members that were initially happy for their marriage. To avoid hurting the innocent souls with your bad decisions, however good the intentions are, it is important to self-examine the reasons for you marrying the person you intend to, the reason behind your marrying the person you love. And at this juncture, I am believing that you love that person. So again, if you don't love that person, there is nothing to talk beyond now. You should not get married. Reason number one, why you should not get married. And this one, I remember I got it from my father. Do not get married if you're just trying it out. Marriage is not a shoe that you go to a shop or a shoe store and you try out the shoe, walk a few paces, and if it doesn't feel comfortable, you return it. Or a dress, you go buy Check it on your dresser, look at it in the mirror, see how it fits. And if you don't like it, you return it. You cannot do that with marriage. You are in, you're in in it forever. And that is the intention of marriage. Divorce was never the intention in a marriage. So if you're in to try it out, I have bad news for you. Before you even go very far, I will tell you what will happen. The marriage will not stick because you do not have the commitment and the discipline to stick to it until the bitter end. You are in it for the long run. And if you're trying it out, then you're not. Let me repeat that. Marriage, marriage is a commitment for lifelong. And trying it out means that you're not in it for the long run. If you're trying it out, don't. It will not work. Number two, if you're living in with your mate or your friend that decides that you should share maybe the rent or a home, maybe during your financial downtimes, and you think you owe them by getting married to them because they've been so good, they have hosted you for a while, so you think, oh well, this guy is so good or this lady is so good, I might as well just propose and then we get married. No, that marriage is not for people who marry because they are living in together. Even if you're broke and need to cohabit with someone for a while, let the issue of marriage not be on the table. Marriage is not an exchange commodity. It is far more complicated than returning a favor. A time will come 
when you will want to move out of that person's house that you're living with uh, because it is no longer enticing, because it's no longer serving you as a person, or because your interests have changed. So what will you do for at that point? Because you married a person to return a favor. Will you dissolve the marriage as well and move out? So that's a wrong reason. Reason number three, why you should not get married. Very important. If great sex is all you have. If you have already indulged in premarital sex and that you have fallen in love with the act of having sex, you feel like you're in cloud nine when you're making love to this person. It's excellent. But if that is the only reason that you want to marry this person, stop and think. You cannot talk about having great sex as the only reason. Other than sex, what else do you have on the table? Do you have love? Can you talk sensibly to each other? Can you keep each other committed during hard times? Do you deliver on, on promises you promise each other? Do you plan things together and follow through? Are you disciplined enough to be faithful to each other and not to get bored with each other? There are times when sex will fade. There are times when the guys downstairs will not come to the party however much you want. Your body just lets you down. Illnesses come, stresses come, and they affect your sexual drive. What will happen at that point? Will you give each other a break? or fall out because the reason you joined hands is now no longer on the table. So think beyond the bedroom affairs. Number four, if you're only attracted to your mate's beautiful or handsome looks, if you're only attracted to the looks, I have bad news again to tell you. Looks fade. Looks do fade. There's a saying in, in my vernacular that says, it's in Swahili that says, hujafa hujaumbika. It means if you are not dead yet, you're still going through creation. Accidents do happen that can disfigure someone's previously beautiful body into something else. Illnesses come and eat away the big, beautiful, tight muscles. Beauty fades and eventually curvy bodies go very, very flabby. Will that be the end of your marriage or will you be looking for refills from the younger blood? Will that be a reason for you to be unfaithful to your spouse because he or she is no longer the trophy that you married? So if you are only attracted to looks, know that is very temporary. It's more of an infatuation than love. And you should stop right on your tracks and think again. Number five, if you are lonely and need company, absolutely not. Do not marry because you're lonely. A lonely soul can never find company, even in marriage. It is a sign of inner insecurity from within that person and no amount of loving or company can heal that wound. So a person who feels lonely needs first of all to heal himself or herself from within, be comfortable with their own company, be comfortable being alone and be happy being alone without being lonely because lonely is a very negative energy. It is not a good thing. Being alone is not the same as being lonely. Being alone simply means being in a place by all by yourself 
which is sometimes a very good thing because there are times when you need to recharge, to refill, to meditate, and to go deep within you and refill the wells of love and feelings and emotions. But if you can't have that ability to go inside you and refill those beautiful bowls of love and all that is good, and all you want to do is to reach out for other people's company, then you are a needy person and you don't need to marry for that reason. Number six, if you are under pressure to marry, this is common in most cultures where after a certain age, your uncle, your aunt, your grandma, your grandpa will start asking you, when are you planning to settle down? That is the word that they use. And sometimes even your friends, all your friends could get married and they push you. They even give you blind dates so that you can get busy with someone. Please do not marry if your heart is not in it. Do not marry because your friends and your peers and your family is pushing you to do something that will change the trajectory of your life forever. Do not commit to something that you're not willing to sacrifice your time and your love for. Avoid venturing into that line. The ugliest human is the one who keeps blaming others for decisions they were forced to make. So avoid having regrets and blaming others. So if people pressure you, walk away. If people put you under so much discomfort and giving you blind dates, just avoid hanging out with them. Number seven, just because you're pregnant should not be a reason for you to marry the father of that child. And especially if you do not love that person, people make mistakes. They could be under drugs or some alcohol or some influence or just in a whiff of infatuation, you end up finding that you're pregnant, but you do not love the father. This child will need a good home, a loving home, a safe home. If you marry someone you do not love, that is not the place for that child because there are high chances of lack of love, lack of respect, and some form of abuse to come up. So do not marry just because you're pregnant. That is a no-no. Number eight, if you are both already having fights and conflicts and you're not even married, that's a red light. Do not marry. Periodic disagreements and differences in opinion are a normal thing between two people, whether they are friends or just people who live together. However, rampant, serious conflicts that threaten your relationship, that come and go all the time, are a clear warning sign that you're not meant for each other. There's a risk of emotional and physical abuse for both of you. It is therefore wise to avoid committing to such a relationship. Number nine, do not get married so that you can get even with your ex. I have a number of friends and even family members and my relatives who have broken up with a person and gone out ahead to marry another one almost immediately in a short whiff of time. They break up with person A and get married to person C quickly just to prove a point to their exes that they are still in demand, still hot, still sexy, and still falling in love. 
Unfortunately, these relationships never last for the simple reason that the reasons and the motives were all wrong. Do not marry just to prove a point to someone else. It's like just that one of taking poison and wishing the other person to die. That is exactly the same. And number 10, number 10, if you have seriously conflicting principles, any serious deviations in principle which are not reconcilable between the two of you are a major red light. These differences could include matters of faith, drug addiction and drug taking, fidelity issues, polygamy and polyandry, issues of having children or not having children, issues about career orientation or lifelong career people and travel, working far away from your spouse for a very long time. These are things that if they are sensitive to you, and you feel that your other spouse has to have similar sensitivity towards them, and that sensitivity is lacking, don't cross the line. Do not marry if you have serious disagreements. I have heard people who have married someone because they love them, because the, uh, actually in this particular case I'm referring to at the back of my head is a lady who fell in love with a man, and she loved this man so much. And that she decided to go ahead and marry him. However, even before they married, this man had clearly stated that he is not interested in having children. Five years down the line, the lady hopes to convince the man to have a child. And the man told him, told her clearly, I had already told you I'm not committed to having children and I'm not going to have children. So you can imagine the heartbreak in this lady's heart, the pain in this lady's heart. She yearns to have children. She desires to have children, but her husband is not willing. So that is something that could have been prevented right from the word go. If there are principles you cannot sacrifice, don't the line. And those are the 10 points, reasons why you should not get married. There are many more, but these are the main ones that I feel you should all think about. For those of you that are already married, these reasons will apply as a self-diagnosis to see where and why you're not happy with your relationship right now. And if you're the one going to get married, don't cross that line. If any of these points are is a major prohibitive point. If you're married and you feel that you need to seek therapy, counseling, or coaching because these are the issues that disturb or cause havoc in your marriage, I think the sooner you do it, the better. If you wait for longer, the wound will only get deeper. And with that, I change my podium from being the devil's advocate. Thank you for taking the time to listen and learn. I would love to know what your thoughts are regarding the topic we just covered. Please leave me a feedback at hello at guruhelen.com. You can also follow me on Facebook at guruhelen.com or at Twitter at guruhelen.com. Please do not forget to subscribe for more podcasts and more exciting, informative programs. To get a copy of my book, Take Studio tango please click on the link given below at the end of this podcast or you can visit my website at www.guruhelen.com and i look forward to seeing you in the next program till then i'm helen signing out peace and love y'all
関係。